It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg, and welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, episode 15. Here with my main man, Berg. How you doing today, man? Yo, I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry, guys. Last week, I couldn't be there. I had to go to a conference to you know, get some knowledge and whatnot. But, you know, I'm back in full-fledged. Let me tell you, you know, the conference was great, but it wasn't a nice weekend because, you know, I was actively rooting for Liverpool to actually win the game, even though I'm well, I'm both a Madrid and Liverpool fan. But, you know, I was rooting for Liverpool to win. And, man, what a, what was a disappointment. <laughs> and, of course, disappointment. of course, Berg alluding to um, Real Madrid's victory in the Champions League final, third consecutive UCL final um, that has ended in a victory for Real Madrid over the past three years. Um, what were your thoughts on that game in general, Berg, since we, were, we weren't able to you get know, your thoughts you last You know week? what? So, so I, can't, I you know, went to the bar and watched the game, and you know, the, you know, the game started pretty evenly. You know, the first half, you know, the game started pretty evenly. Everything was going great until – you know, that injury happened with Salah, you know, it, it, devastating, to be honest with you. Like, I'm sitting there, I was like, no way. I was like, you cannot tell me that this guy had such a one, wonderful run all season long, and then he goes out like this in the Champions League final. I'm like, that's, it's like, that, man, that's how you know, like, and my dad always say that to me. He said, you know what, you know, don't ever count big teams out of, you know, uh, winning a trophy because, you know, luck is always on their side. And there we go. That's what happened. Mm. You know, you have to have that injury in his shoulder. Poor Salah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very hopefully – well, I say not hopefully because um, the, the Liverpool medical staff actually said that he should be – he should be – he should, he should not take no longer than three weeks to come back, which is, which is nice. Yeah, um, seemingly perfect timing because at that time, Egypt started their World Cup opener in exactly three weeks. So, do you think he's gonna? You think he's gonna play like the first game, or you think it's gonna be one of those situations where he he gets substituted in the second half? See, I believe that I'm gonna double check and confirm this um, as we're going here right now. But I believe that Egypt plays Saudi Arabia for their first game which may seem like a game that they could manage without Salah, but at the same time, it's a game that you can't lose if you're looking yeah, to progress. Exactly. You can't, you can't lose in, in, in the World Cup. You have to get your three points. The first game set the pace of your tournament, so you have to win the first game. If you don't win, you got to at least draw it. 
Yeah, exactly. And especially in a group with Uruguay, I mean, every point matters because when you're going up against them, it's going to be tough to get a result over there. That's true. Yo, you know there's actually a petition <laughs> that the fan <laughs> signed to actually uh, – they signed a petition, you know, calling FIFA and UEFA to punish Ramos. <laughs> they said for intentionally hurting Salah, which has got a ridiculous <laughs> – like no one purposely tried to hurt somebody. Like even – I was pissed about the challenge, but you know, I don't think there was any malicious intent. See, here, here's what I think happened during that, that challenge. And I was talking to my friends about it, and it was a gang because they were all going against me. But here are my thoughts on it. Um, when you have an attacker at the caliber of Mohamed Salah, and especially considering the year he's been having, and when he has a half chance with the ball, you have to stop him. Yeah, of course. Right? And if you're Sergio Ramos and – you know, you're, you're a world-class defender for Real Madrid. You're going to have to stop him somehow. And no, he didn't stop him in the cleanest way, but he did what he had to do. And unfortunately, it was what I consider a tactical foul with an unfortunate um, outcome in that Mohamed Salah got injured. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I have a good question following up to that. You, you know, you saw what happened the following week after Madrid won the Champions League. Zidane. You know, Zidane gave up his job. Yeah. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Because that was, um, it was, it was a shocker to me. But at the same time, it wasn't that big of a deal. Because you could, you know, there, were, there was some probability that he would have been gone. Like after the Champions League. Yeah, he, here's what I think on it. When you look at the current roster that Madrid has going into next season and the season after even, there are going to be changes, pretty big changes that are going to have to be made, right? You have to deal with Cristiano Ronaldo getting older and becoming more of a striker. You have to deal with Gareth Bale going in and out of the squad and are you going to sell him? Um, What are you going to do with Benzema? And as a manager, you're going to have to make tough decisions. And if you do not make the correct ones, you will be scrutinized. And even if you do... If the fans don't like it, you will still be scrutinized. And the only way to prevent that from happening is to deliver, like Zidane has done, back-to-back-to-back-to-back Champions League titles. And I just feel like Zidane saw the current state of the club and realized that he, as a manager, couldn't make the right improvements without possibly getting fired. So, hey, why not leave now? Um, money is an issue for him, right? He yeah, has all no, the money in the world. Not an issue for him. So why not just leave now and wait for another job to come in the future with the right situation? And who knows? Maybe he can re- manage Real Madrid again in the future. Hey, man! Like, like I said, look, it's it's funny because the the timing of him leaving says a lot about exactly like you said, allude to a lot of things that's going on at the club. You know, you got rumors that Real. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo's leaving. And if I was Cristiano, I would leave too because what else do I have to fight for? Like, I, I, I won another Champions League. It's almost, my career is almost, I don't want to say almost over, but, you know, that, that supreme reign is at an at a end. So I need to find, you know, another club where I can, you know, you know be number one at all times. That's that. And then you have Bale. There's rumors that Bale's not going to stay. And if I was Bale, I would not stay either. Like, come on. You, you bought me for all this money. 
and I can't even be on a starting lineup consistently. That's, that's just ridiculous. And, you know, Bell's not getting younger. You know, he needs to f- finish his career at a highlight, and I don't think he's going to get that at Madrid unless if, if Ronaldo stays for next season, I don't see Bell staying at Real Madrid either. And plus, you got, <laughs> you got all those rumors that Neymar's coming, <laughs> which is another thing. Because you, you watch the game today? Because um, after the game, Modric says um, to Neymar that they're waiting for him. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're waiting for him. No. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see this happening. It's going to be true circus. Yeah, this this is not soccer. This is not football. This is reality TV. And <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see what happens um, after the World Cup. Can't wait. But yeah, talk, go, going more into Brazil, Neymar did come back today. He played for the first time since um, the quarterfinals of the Champions League where he had a foot fracture um, going up against Real Madrid. And he came back with a pretty good comeback goal, right? And it's like he never left. It's like he never left. Still the same. You think after injuring his ankle, like he will take, you know, take it easy? No, still the same. Still inviting challenges. He got fouled multiple times today. And then he took, like, he passed two players and just threw a cannon in the back of the net. That's just crazy. Yeah. And I I do have, oh, what were you going to say? I mean, I was just going to say that going on what you said about um, all the defenders he's taken on, it, it kind of surprises me that this injury that he had didn't really change his play style because his style is very inviting of defenders to commit yeah. challenges on him. And it's just pretty surprising for me to see that he's kind of playing the same exact way. Yeah, because sometimes, yeah, like you said, sometimes, you know, you come back from the injury, you're 100% fit, but mentally you're not there. And just to see him bounce back like that physically and mentally, which is, you know, I'd like to interview those coaches, man, those this fitness coach and uh, the, the sport performance, um, not sport performance, uh, the mental coach, whatever yeah, you call it. Sport psychologist. Yeah, the sport psychologist. He definitely has one on his payroll. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> he came back today like he, he looks like, you know, he never took a break. Hmm. Yeah, and we got some other injuries, right? And Douglas Costa and Renato. Yeah, Augusto. so What's going on it's there? more of a it's more of a concern um, because I'm a Brazil fan. I, I I have a little concern about the squad because um, Douglas Costa and Renato Augusto, those two guys are well. Renato Augusto is definitely injured. He's got he's been battling this swollen knee for the past, I would say, month or so. And um, Diogo's Costa was on a substitute. He was on a substitute list today. But, you know, he's been also battling this, you know, this hamstring injury. So with those guys, those two guys who, who can play well, if they're not able to be 100% fit by the time the World Cup comes on, then you can see how that can be an issue. Because, yeah, you can be... You know, if you if you brush off the injury, you'll be fine. But not being a hundred percent fit, that that means Brazil doesn't have the firepower on the bench. And you know, th- that to me is a little concerning. Like you need those guys to be a hundred percent fit, and then if they're not playing, then you know, I don't know. You can't rely on Neymar and 
But as you can see, you know, they rely on Neymar way too much. Even then today, they still were still relying on Neymar because you had all those stars on the field and no one could score a goal. Coutinho was there. You know, not, it wasn't until Neymar came on the pitch that you started seeing, you know, some, some linking in plays and whatnot. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get all those guys fit right on time so that, you know, they can actually win the World Cup because, you know, that's what, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> See, I, I don't know why. Why do we root for rivals in each league because i'm pulling from my boys in argentina oh, man I, what's going I, on I know, I know. well you can't have two messy fans on the show man it's it's not it doesn't provide good content we have to give the listeners content <laughs> <laughs> and if we're both argentina and messy fan it doesn't work all right fair enough fair enough fair enough it doesn't work um, also, other than Neymar, a player that personally I thought would play no part in the World Cup coming up, Manuel Neuer is back, and it seems that all signs are pointing that he will be their number one keeper during this World Cup. I am honestly very surprised at this. I'm, I'm very surprised, too. Did he play a game? So what I've been reading is um, the German national team is training with the under-20s right now, both those teams together. So he is actually the starting keeper for the under-20s, whereas Turk Stegen is the keeper for the main squad. Oh, man, that's and, disrespectful. I mean, I don't know if it's disrespectful, but when after the game, if the manager says that, hey, he's fit, so he's our number one keeper, then oh. that's what it is. How would you feel, Andy, if you were working so hard all season long, Right. Working hard all season long, rightfully earn your spot as the number one keeper. And all of a sudden, the ex, the former number one keeper, all of a sudden got fit. And then the coach said, all right, you go on a bench, newer starting. How would you feel, bro? See, I, I would be upset. Feel, <laughs> I mean, I would be upset, but don't get me wrong. Um, is Neuer one of the best in the world as we've seen in the past the answer is clearly yes but don't forget that Ter Stegen's probably a Neuer fan too I mean he's pretty young and he's been watching Neuer perform at the highest level for a while now so I mean that's kind of the way I see it no nah, man your time when your time comes man you gotta take it you gotta take it <laughs> when your time comes you gotta take it man I will be fighting for that number one spot man in training oh Nowhere will be. I'll, I'll be making every save that I can to be that get that number one spot. It's very unfortunate. I I never expected Nowhere to actually be back. Like like we said in the episode before that um it previously that uh, if he's back is it's gonna be on the bench at least. I don't think I didn't think he was gonna be a number one keeper, which is just kind of crazy. It shows you just how much class that he has. Yeah, definitely. Um. All right, it seems like you have a little surprise question for us, right, about teams making it far into the World Cup. What do you got? So, so, you know, like we were talking in a pre-production podcast, guys, and Eddie said, you know, he he dabbed a little bit. He dabs a little bit in in betting. So we're going to – well, we're not not betting money because we're student. We broke out here. We can't do that. But we have to pick a team that's going to make it at least in a quarterfinal for the World Cup. And then, you know, whichever team makes it, whichever ping we pick that makes it, you know, has 
know, that guy's going to have bragging rights and whatnot. I don't know exactly. Andy can figure out what we can do. Okay. Yeah. Whoever, yeah, yeah. whoever loses, <laughs> whoever loses, Enzi, I can figure out what we can do for that. But <laughs> we, can't pick, we can't pick Brazil. We can't pick Argentina. We can't pick Germany. We can't pick England. We can't pick France because those are the powerhouse. We can't have. Whoa, them. whoa, it's you. You put England with those boys. You don't think England? I, I think it's insulting that you you, you compare oh, the likes of Brazil and Germany to England. You let me know which team you can't pick. You don't think England has has uh, has firepower? No, no, <laughs> no. That's disrespectful. Any of you English listeners listen to it, you know, you can get at Andy. I, I, I'm not disrespecting England. Like that. <laughs> so it, you're asking me to pick a team that would make it to the quarterfinals. Yeah. I'm going to have to roll with – I'm going to go – I got two for you. One, Colombia. Two, I'm going to roll with Belgium. Hmm. They got a squad up in Belgium. Man, that was that they was got firepower. Yeah, you gotta pick one. You gotta pick one, man. Uh, if I have to pick one, then I'm gonna roll with. I'm gonna roll with Belgium. You gonna roll yeah. with Belgium? Yeah. Mm, man, that was my pick. <laughs> <laughs> that was my pick. All right, I'm rolling with Colombia. I'm rolling with Colombia here. I think Colombia can't. Colombia can't make it to the quarterfinal. Yeah, I mean, I the the reason I immediately went to Colombia was James Rodriguez has a talent of showing up at the World Cup. And with the position that he plays and the role that he plays with that team, he is one of the few players that can carry a team through a World Cup up into a certain point. And I think that point will at least be the quarterfinals. All right. Quarterfinal. There's eighth finals, eighth, and then there's quarterfinal. It's a long way. It's a long way, man. Yeah, I think they'll yeah. make it there. <laughs> we'll see. Who do you think is going to win it all? Ah, uh, man, I don't know, man. I, I have you. Ha- I have Brazil. You have Argentina. Though I don't think. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. I don't think. I think Argentina has. Argentina can make it to that walk up to, to the final again. I think it's going to depend a lot on the teams that they face along the way. If they face a team that is complete from front to back such as Germany, such as Spain, I think they're toast. Anyone else, I think it's fair game. Oh, you so I didn't even put Spain in that squad, too. <laughs> That's another <laughs> thing. I didn't put disrespectful to Spain, sorry. I should have put Spain instead of England. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, don't sleep on Spain, though. The one thing that gets me hesitant about Spain is I don't think they have natural width from the wingers yeah, they don't. coming in. Um, but they can destroy a team centrally. So don't be surprised if we see that as well. We'll see. Don't they have a lot of young guys now? Yeah, I mean, their young guys are good. You got Isco, you got Asensio. Tiago's not young, but he's certainly not old yet. Um, the young guys that they have really have a, a knack of being yeah. subbed on and being an impact sub. What do you think about Isco, man? Because I... Every time I think about Isco, I, I, there's something missing. Like I feel like he's not like the difference maker for me every time his name come up. I feel like he, he's one of those players, like we kind of alluded to in the past, that hasn't really gotten better since they broke out. 
Yeah. Every time I see him, like I think of lack of confidence. I mean, that's, that is understandable given his current situation at Real Madrid. But maybe, honestly, I would love to see him. I was never a fan of him moving to Real Madrid in the first place. Just because Wait, where did he come from? Um, he was from Malaga, I think, oh, in Spain, okay. yeah. Um, but I wasn't too big of a fan of him being at Real Madrid because he is a true number 10. Like, he needs to play in that center attacking mid-role. And I can see that. He has the flair. Yeah, like, he's got it. He deserves to play in that position. But it's so hard to do for Real Madrid if they play a 4-3-3 because he's not a true center mid but he's not a winger either, you know? So he's got to play right behind the striker in that number 10. Hmm. Well, who knows? He might get his position. He might get that position, you know, next year. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Iniesta's probably going to be retiring. David Silva probably will be doing the same. Um, there's going to be spots up for grab in that national team, especially in the starting lineup. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we have any more news for our listeners, no, Bird? That's about it. All right, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Um, The Fantasy Doctors, if you're interested in um, NBA, MLB, all sports injury news, we got you covered. Um, We might have a surprise guest podcast next week. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Um, Be sure to follow me on social media at The Football Physios. And Berg, what's your handle? Follow me. I'm at the, The Soccer Obsessed on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah, and please, please, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. It'd be so helpful. Yep, thank you, guys. All right, see you all next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.